truth stands the test of time, and only truth has the power to transform a life. God himself is true. Our only hope, my friend, for having our deepest, most relevant needs met is to stop chasing the deceptive ways of the adversary and to anchor our lives unflinchingly in the center of God's unfailing truth. This is Dayspring, the program that gives you the truth from God's Word. The Bible says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. You know, listening friend, you can feel distressed and you can feel depressed whenever you feel that the resources within are inadequate to meet the problems without. But Jesus Christ came to make us very relevant and adequate, and we need to let peace be the manifestation of it. Hi everybody, I'm Joe Alcorn, your program host, inviting you in for another great worship service. Along with great worship music, Rex Bullock brings a message called The Test of Relevance. And now let's join the singers with You Are My Song. Oh 
And now, here is Rex. Hi there, my friend. How in the world are you? Oh, I hope you're doing good. It's so wonderful just to uh, get to say hello and uh, come around our uh, table, as it were, and talk to you. We do this every week and have for almost 25 years. In September, we'll be celebrating 25 years of Dayspring's outreach ministry around the world. We're so thankful. Dayspring is not only heard throughout North America, but it's also heard in Central and South America. It's heard in a variety of places in Europe, the British Isles, in the Far East, and in the South Pacific. We're so grateful for the opportunity that we have. And I'm always happy when you and I can share the good things of the Word of God together. I just want to make mention that this will be the last opportunity that you will have to order a copy of Secrets of the Vine by Bruce Wilkinson from Dayspring. Now, uh, I'm sure this book can be found in many, many places. It's certainly been one of the most popular books published today. But I want you to receive a copy from us. And all that you have to do in order to receive it is just ask for it. Whether you have a gift to share or not, I want you to get a copy of Secrets of the Vine, Into the Deep Things of the Word of God. This is a journey through the book of John. You'll find uh, some very relevant material, extremely readable, just good stuff. Of course, you know Bruce Wilkinson, who gave to us the extremely popular Prayer of Jabez. Well, this is the follow-up book, so claim your copy today. Now, Joe Alcorn's going to tell us how you can receive it, and uh, I just want to say this. Your participation in this ministry is so vital. It's just so important. In other words, we talk from week to week. We share from this end. Joe Alcorn, of course, is our program host, and the Dayspring singers share musically, and I always open the Word of God. But we need to hear from you in order to make that circle complete. So would you communicate with us. Now, we have a variety of ways of doing that, and I don't want to confuse you. It's really very simple. We're just giving options as to how to communicate. So if you prefer to communicate by email, I have an email address, and uh, you can you can email me. Uh, if you prefer sitting down writing a letter, that's so important, and uh, Joe will give you our post office box address. You can log on to our website, or you can call our toll-free telephone number. Any way you go, it's uh, really a, a simple process. So do it today. All right? Thank you so much for being around, and I hope that you will plan on being here today for the message I'm going to be talking about the test of relevance. We hear a lot about that word. Let's talk about it today. Thank you, Rex. Bruce Wilkinson, also the founder of the Walk Through the Bible series and author of the bestseller Prayer of Jabez, now offers Secrets of the Vine. 
based on John chapter 15. He explores the four levels of fruit bearing. We'd like to place this hardback book in your hands as you support this ministry. But listening friend, if you can't contribute, please ask for the book regardless. This is the last opportunity, by the way, that we'll be offering Secrets of the Vine. There are three ways to order now. First by mail at Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. Then there's our web store if you're online at www.dayspringradio.com. And you can also order toll-free by telephone at 1-800-783-DAYS. Also, if you have a prayer request or would like to communicate with Rex by email, it's rex at dayspringradio.com. And now before today's message by Rex called The Test of Relevance, let's worship again with the singers in song. Above all powers, above all kings, above all nature and all created things, above all wisdom and all the ways of man, you were here before the world Above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all wonders the world has ever known, above all wealth and treasures of the earth, there's no way to measure Took the fall 
Once again, here's Rex. My friend said to me, if I hear the word relevance one more time, I think I'm going to scream. Well, his words echoed a feeling shared by so many. At times, it appears as if relevance has become the high calling and the commission of the church. Now, I don't count myself among those who want to stop talking about relevance, but I am concerned that we define it biblically. You say, well, Rex, what do you mean? Let me explain. Relevance talk has surfaced because our culture has gone through dramatic changes in the last number of decades. Given the change in morality, the change in mindset and politics and philosophy, the church very often finds itself scrambling to stay up to date. Like puppies chasing a darting squirrel, the church moves helter-skelter across the landscape of society, trying to keep up with changing times and changing thought patterns. You know, in this society, absolutes are no longer in vogue, and tolerance of everything and anything is of high value. Diversity is extremely important to us today. So it seems dreadfully irrelevant for Christians to maintain that some things are always right, that other things are always wrong, and that God will hold us accountable for violating the absolutes of His Word. We don't like to talk about absolutes. We don't like to think that some things are always right. Some things are always wrong. That kind of rubs us the wrong way in this society. Now, our quest for relevance often leads us to say certain kinds of things. Here's an example. Well, well, I don't think it's right for me, but I can't say it's wrong for someone else. You ever heard that statement? Well, as innocent as it may seem, that kind of statement makes our beliefs and convictions nothing more than pragmatic choices of how we personally want to live. If we choose to live this way, it's okay, but somebody else you know, hey, they don't necessarily have to do that. It discounts the reality of the unchanging principles of God's Word that apply to all people, all mankind, anywhere, everywhere. It also undermines our capacity to serve as a source of conviction and an instrument of righteousness in this day, in our times. 
Now, because our culture has decided to blur any distinctions between the genders, it seems irrelevant for Christians to maintain that God has assigned different roles for men and women, both in the church and in the home. Maybe those distinctions wouldn't be too important, except that Scripture roots them in the vital truth about Christ's role in the church and his relationship with us. You find that in Ephesians chapter 5. There there are some very pointed statements that the apostle has given us in Ephesians. Today's preaching, to maintain some vestige of relevance, rarely anchors its proclamation in, Thus saith the Lord. We don't particularly like that. You see, that sounds harsh. It sounds a bit strong. It sounds like we're taking a stand. Instead, we're more prone to qualify biblical pronouncements with, uh, I think, or wouldn't it be best, or don't you think, or here's something you should give some thought to. You see, all those kind of statements are really less confrontive. They're more palatable. And I understand why. They they don't set any of us on edge. Here's something else. It seems irrelevant these days to be too conservative about morals. I mean, um, we don't want to be too far to the right of center when it comes to moral standards. It's amazing to me Christians gladly entertain themselves at the altar of mass media events. I mean, whether that be film or television or music or Internet or whatever. And that they that these things are, are not only undergirded by secular and often sinful principles, But uh, these kinds of media very openly proclaim standards and, and issues and various things that would be normally in direct opposition to Christian thought processes. You see, we seem to be more worldly wise. We're, we're less legalistic. We're far more relevant if we free ourselves to traffic in the mainstream of media events. And it does seem rather irrelevant, does it not, to eschew evil and to do good, as we are told in First Peter. All of these things are, are really issues these days, aren't they? As a Christian, you're facing this. I mean, we, we continually find ourselves kind of batting our head up against certain of these issues that that call for us to be relevant and not really either be overbearing or take such a strong stand one way or the other. Now, can I tell you something? Our real problem is not relevance. That's right. Our real problem is not relevance, but in understanding what is truly relevant. In a forum some time ago, Calvin Miller who is a pastor and author really he's a he's quite a uh, marvelous christian thinker in this day he made a profound observation let me give it to you the truth is what is really relevant he said the truth is what is really relevant 
For truth, he declared, speaks about what is always and ultimately real. It is the only hope for meeting our real needs. Now, throughout history, the church has done its best when it when it has stood faithfully for what is true. I mean, when you find an era in church history when the church stood firm, they stood true, when, when uh, they truly proclaimed what is right and what is wrong and stood for truth, God's truth, hey, that church did its very best work. Uh, now, they had to be clear, they had to be compassionate, and it has to be lived out into the culture, even if that culture falsely defines truth or denies its existence. But the church has done well, even in adverse times when it has stood for truth. Truth stands the test of time, and only truth has the power to transform a life. God himself is true. Our only hope for having our deepest, most relevant needs met is to stop chasing the deceptive ways of the adversary and to anchor our lives unflinchingly in the center of God's unfailing truth. So I want you to ask yourself this week, am I truly standing for truth? Or am I kind of blown about by media or other voices that would that would cause me to really not take a stand here or not espouse truth here, but to endeavor to be relevant regardless of the circumstances. The truly relevant Christian affirms truth. He affirms it at home, in the marketplace, in relationships, in proclamation, and in character. And this is the only way that the church can remain ultimately and finally relevant. Now, while the world may say that we are irrelevant in our adherence to truth, in time all will know that the only relevant reality of both history and eternity is Jesus Christ and what He has taught. He is our relevant truth. And for his scripture affirms the day is coming, even for those who have denied truth in their quest for relevance, when every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I, I want to have the opportunity of praying with you today, and I want us to ask God to help us to stand for truth to be men and women not shaken about by every wind of doctrine, not just kind of blown about by all kinds of philosophies and sayings and, and the latest fad in thought, but to truly be people of conviction. People of conviction. You see, truth stands the test of time. Let's pray about it. Would you join with me in asking God to make you a person with a backbone to stand for truth? God, I, I thank you that even in, a, in an adverse day, in a time when so many philosophies are opposed 
to the truth of the Holy Bible, of God's Word. When it seems popular to espouse any and everything else except God's Word, help us to be people of truth. Help us to compassionately but clearly take a stand for God, for right, for righteousness, for the things that are moral and just. I pray that you would help us to teach it to our children, help us to be uh, purveyors of it on the job, in the workplace, in the marketplace. Help us to live out the principles of truth in our own personal lives. Help me to do that today, God. Don't let me fudge here and there. Help me not to just kind of get caught up in the swirl of of all of the philosophies of this day and forget about standing for the Word of God. Make me a man after your own heart with a backbone that will truly be relevant, relevant in God's sight. And I'll praise you. Amen and amen. Thank you, Rex. In our closing time together, I want to let you know that this is the last opportunity to receive your copy of Secrets of the Vine by Bruce Wilkinson. Now, there are three ways of ordering. Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon 97238. Or online at our web store at www.dayspringradio.com. And toll free by telephone. Here's the number, 1-800-783-DAYS. Well, next time we return with another Rex Bullock message called Facing Change with an Unchanging Christ. Please join us, won't you? On behalf of all of us here at Dayspring, goodbye until next week at this same time on this fine station.